0: hello and welcome back to the mash and Martinis podcast. I am your host Colin and in today's episode we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of mash. <laughs> how how exciting also I, I'm only 40 uh, so you know I, I was in diapers when uh, when mash ended uh, admittedly I, I just started walking uh, I was born in 82 uh, mash ended in 83 so um, but it, it still seems like insane. Uh, to me that um, that 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 we're 50 years into this right so happy anniversary to all of my fellow mash nerds out there Uh, very excited for all of us Um, okay so my normal intro uh, we'll we'll get more to the anniversary stuff here soon but uh, do you want to ask me a question and have me answer it in a future podcast you can leave it in a form of a five-star review on apple podcasts at the end of the At the end of your review, toss your name on it so I know who I'm talking to, and I'll give you a little shout-out there. And that's, of course, if you want, uh, that that is. Uh, I also sometimes record episodes a week or two in advance, so if you do leave a review, it may take a couple episodes before it gets included. But don't fret, I will get to it. You can also email me uh, at mashandmartinis at gmail.com. You can email me for any questions, comments, random facts that you might have about future episodes. I'd love to hear it, and I'd love to hear from you. Again, that's Martinis at gmail.com. I do also have a website where I can be reached. That's www.podpage.com slash Martinis. There you can check out information on the latest podcasts, read about the show, see some show notes, contact me via messages, or even leave me a voicemail. Okay, so, again... 50 years old mash not not me so um i i love that that people are still talking about this and watching the show it it is amazing um there are a handful of other mash podcasts out there for sure um uh, a couple are doing like episode by episode breakdowns. some of them are just totally random um but that's that's fantastic i still run into people uh, that, that do talk about MASH. Um, and, uh, again, that's, that's just, it's just awesome to see that it's, it's still alive and well, there are still TV, uh, channels that are, are playing MASH. It is, uh, you know, for, for those of you who have Hulu, it is still, uh, being streamed and, and that's, that's fantastic. Um, there, there are just so few shows that become this iconic and of of television and how many shows have existed there are there are i don't know single digit amount of shows that have been able to really last this long um there there are just so few of those um especially like the longevity of the show um being able to go over a decade Um, while you know that's that in itself is is very impressive um so again it's it's uh it's it's super awesome um and uh yeah you know just just so excited and and again um you know there are there are so many people who were involved in mash that um are still alive to this day which which is amazing that we can still hear those stories from the people who are there and and even in and even new ones uh you know shout out to um mash matters with ryan patrick and and jeff maxwell like i i am loving that podcast i discovered it a little late which is uh, really unfortunate for me but uh, hearing all of those stories uh is is just it's just fantastic um I personally did not think there were there were stories of mash that I was not aware of, and 100%, there are. Uh, there are there are so many. I hear I hear new mash stuff every single. Well, for in the case of Mash Matters, every two weeks. So what what does mash mean to me? Right, if if Mash Matters, what do, what does mash mean to me? Uh, for me, it's just it's very nostalgic. Um, obviously, I think I think it really is for everybody. Um, but, uh, it, it definitely brings back a lot of menor- memories from like when I was eight to 10 years old or so, when I kind of first started watching it. Um, you know, I can, I, you know, it was one of my dad's favorite shows. So it's, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, kind of being years or so, we were, we were just not very close. And, uh, um, you know, my, my, my parents split up when I was a kid. Um, but, um, I can remember, you know mash and and discussing that stuff um even into adulthood um when mash would come up uh, my dad was was also still very passionate about it and you know his his favorite was was charles he he actually won he often got mistaken for charles he looked exactly like him so that was kind of uh kind of funny in its own but uh he he was always a, a winchester fan And uh, I think the reason why was because it it, it offered that drastic difference of Frank and it was somebody who came in that like challenged Hawkeye of like surgical skills and and arguably was was much better than Hawkeye even, right? So uh, that was something that he always enjoyed talking about was that that relationship between Charles and, and Hawkeye. Um, but again, like when I got into high school and then my college life, you know, I started really becoming like addicted to the show, and that's when like I truly embraced it as like a, almost like a daily routine of watching Mash um, around the, like FX, and I uh, so I watched a, a lot of that on uh, on FX. Um, so um, later on, when I when I kind of got into college, um, I I was working in a hospital. Um, I, I originally started working in the hospital when I was a senior in high school and around that time is, uh, probably like my junior year, I wanted to be a surgeon and this was all really because of MASH and, um, I had started working in a hospital and, uh, I was doing basically just data entry in the evenings and, uh, I did that while I was going through college and stuff as well and, uh, eventually, like, I, I realized, like, while well, I, I, I was intelligent enough and, um, I, I could have done it. I don't, I did not want to have all that debt coming out of college. And, um, so financial reasons and, um, I, I decided against going to that and went into the IT field, um, which is perfectly fine. I don't really have any regrets as far as that concerned, but I did, I did start working in a hospital and I think when I was like a freshman in college, um, I met a, Uh, a guy about my age he was actually at the time he was a senior in high school and we were both doing the same job and we were both working in the evenings and uh especially like later on in the evenings when we would get like eight nine ten eleven o'clock at night we would uh you know we would it it would be quiet and we would just be kind of chatting or whatever and we we both randomly discovered that we both liked mash um i don't remember who brought it up but um uh somebody basically said you know, one of us, either me or him, basically said, like, oh, we were watching this episode of M.A.S.H. that it reminded us of, of something. It was like, oh, holy crap, you know, you like M.A.S.H.? And, and we became, like, instant friends. Um, so M.A.S.H., you know, reminds me of, of this guy. And uh, making a, a new friend that I, that I work with. Um, and uh, we didn't have a whole lot else in common. Um, but we both realized that we were these M.A.S.H. geeks. And we would have these amazing uh debates and conversations and um trivia evenings <laughs> while we were working and and uh we just sat there and just asked these random trivia questions about MASH and it was it was uh it was a lot of fun. And uh he was the one that bought me this would have been to when I graduated college, he bought me Jeff Maxwell's book, Cookbook. And uh, I still use this uh use the cookbook to this day. So um you know we we also went to see the the MASH play together. A local high school was Uh, was putting on the play and uh, it was pretty bad uh, admittedly i mean this is a high school production so it's going to be bad anyway and and our level of what mash meant uh, was way beyond what a a high school production was going to do Um, it was also based off of the movie so you're going to have other characters in there um, like duke and stuff like that um, and then when my, my wife and I had, had first started dating, we started dating around 2002 and, uh, we, we, uh, she quickly kind of fell in love with MASH as well. And, um, so we would, we would be watching, I, I had bought a, I, I was so sick of having to get up because I, I would like lay in bed at night and, and, uh, I'd, I had like a TV and, a and, a this was back when we had DVD players and, uh, <laughs> a DVD player in my, in my room. I didn't even want to get out of bed because like a DVD would end of mash. Like I don't want to get out of bed and replace it. So I bought like a portable DVD player that I can have like right in bed with me just to make swapping the DVDs so much easier. And, uh, so that was, it was uh, pretty freaking hilarious, but, uh, my wife also liked that. And and we, uh, we just, we, we both just kind of bonded over that a little bit too. So, um, you know, I, I love the, the humor, and uh mixed with the serious stories within MASH. You know, it's a very fine line that they they're able to walk with adding comedy to a war setting where where people are dying and, and serious things are happening. Uh that's really not an easy thing to pull off and especially like the um you know, the the redo sense that it was taken from a novel and a movie and uh, a successful movie at that with kind of big name actors. Um, Some of them became bigger after M.A.S.H., but um, looking back on it, like there's a lot of big names in there. So trying to recreate it for the small screen with kind of a relatively unknown cast is is very impressive. And, uh, you know, that that's kind of really what what M.A.S.H. uh, means to me. Um, I also look back, um, I can remember like when, when Larry Linville died, you know, I was, um, just finished like high school up and I can remember McLean Stevenson dying. And, um, obviously, you know, the, the later ones here, just in the last, last five, six years, we, we've lost a lot of people. Um, right. You know, Bill, Bill Christopher, Harry Morgan was, was about a decade ago, but, you know, uh, David Ogden sires and, and Wayne Rogers and, 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 uh Kelly, um uh Timothy Brown just just uh, passed away a couple years ago and and then obviously like Burt Metcalf and Gene Reynolds um uh Thad Mumford just passed away a couple years ago. So losing all these people um just here recently is is just devastating and like I, I'm I'm realizing like really looking I have a list of kind of some of the bigger names uh, that have passed away since since Mash went off the air, is is kind of is kind of depressing and like I, I'm realizing like over the next five ten years we're we're pretty much going to lose uh, the majority of people that were involved in Mash and uh, that that's really hard. We were talking about this at work uh, here recently. Is is what like celebrity death would impact you? if, if any, and some people were like, yeah, no, I, I never look up to celebrities and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, I, I, I said Alan Alda, um, you know, like Alan Alda passing away would, would be a very tough day for me. That would be, that would be very devastating. Um, uh, you know, the, the day that that happens so anyway um mclean stevenson i'm just going to name some some people mclean stevenson 1996 larry linville 2000 uh william christopher 2016 harry morgan 2011 david alden Styres, 2018 wayne rogers 2015 kelly nakahara 2020 roy goldman uh, 2009 uh john Hamer, 1989 alan Arbus, 2013 uh, john orchard 1995 Uh, Ed Winter, 2001, Timothy Brown, 2020, Uh, G. Wood uh, in 2000, Uh, Robert Simon, who played uh, General Mitchell in 1992, Uh, I bring him up because he actually uh, was born and raised about 15 minutes away from where I live, Uh, Charles Dubin, 2011, Gene Reynolds, 2020, Burt Metcalf, 2022, uh, hi or hyman everback nineteen ninety seven uh don weiss two thousand jackie cooper twenty eleven larry Gilbart, two thousand nine dad Mumford and lawrence marks in nineteen ninety three and obviously uh tons of others um i uh, just wanted to share like kind of a oh, how many was that about twenty four so um there there's there's unfortunately tons and tons of others but we're we're getting to that point of this fiftieth anniversary that um everybody's getting a little older so okay let's let's move on that was very depressing um just kind of going through and listing you know people we've lost but um so just some fun things i wanted to go through is um uh, i want to mention my my like i'm gonna end with like my top 50 episodes um and episodes from each season that i like so there's there's episodes from every season so i'm gonna go into in season order they're not in like a numerical order. Uh, I'm just gonna go season by season, with, and it, it ends up being top my top fifty episodes. So there's about four to five episodes per season. Um, but I want to start off with um, one of my one of my favorite characters because of some of his ridiculous lines is uh, is, is Potter. And uh, so I have th- there are so many, um, and they're they're famous in the Mash world, basically just being called Potterisms. So I have my top ten potterisms. Um, I tried to put these in 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 an order, but I just I don't think I could. <laughs> so there's and there's so many. honestly, like I originally had to cut it down from like eighteen and I got it down to like twelve and I was kind of stuck. So I had to cut out a couple, um, but I have my top ten potterisms. Number one, pig feathers number two scut- scuttle i'm gonna giggle through this whole thing i apologize a Scuttlebutt scuttle butt is a co- is as common as cooties in your skivvies uh n- number three sweet nefertiti oh my gosh uh number four shiver and shin bones number five, oh, what <laughs> what in the name of sweet fanny adams happened here i, I can't remember when that was uh, (laughs) but he he has several of those, like, what in the name of whatever, um, speaking of which, number six, who, who in the name of Annie's Argyles are these kids? Number seven, Beaver Biscuits, uh, number eight, Holy Hemostat, number nine, Morale Here is Lower Than a Gopher's Basement, and number ten, Great Balls of Fire. (laughs) So, uh, there are so many, uh, so many potterisms. I don't know what, uh, what are your guys' favorites? You know, let, let, let me know. You know, send me an email mash martinis at gmail.com. What is your favorite potterism? Or, hey, uh, Apple Podcast, leave that five star and uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll share that. Uh, I want to sh- share your guys's. Um, so something, um, uh, I think this is from Mash Fandom, uh, so it's, it's an amazing website. Um, but somebody broke down a list of Klinger's uncles, which I, I, like, reading through the list, I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember this, I remember that. I can remember all these scenes and him discussing, but, like, if I were to name, like, if somebody were just to quiz me without my, like, this list here in front of me, they're like, hey, can you, how many uncles can you name, or how many uncles do you think Klinger had? I would have been way off. Uh... (laughs) So 100%, 100% um, totally forgot these things. So uh, starting off, um, I'm trying to determine if these are in order. Um, I think they are. So these are our Clinger's uncles listed in order uh, that he named them in the show. So starting off, is uh, an unnamed uncle who, uh, who was in Chicago during Adam's Ribs, uh, who was the Chicago hitman who would kill for $100 uh and this was in season three so it's it's possible that this was uh hassan the enforcer the most uh important member of the klinger clan uh number two in uncle jake who may have died uh, after klinger gets hysterical after receiving a scratch from an accidental gunshot wound uh, it was uncle zach who used his wedding dress to get out of world war one and he of course gives that to uh to margaret uh, for her marriage to donald so uh, but that was Uncle Zach. Uh, there is Uncle Gus, uh, who is friends with a congressman who gets Klinger uh, a West Point at World War One, as Aunt Gussie. Um, and then uh, Hawkeye actually jokes that he catered the Valentine's Day massacre. Uh, there was Uncle Bob, who wore woman stockings to get out of the Navy in World War II. Uh, Uncle Bob served two, years of, uh, served two years for involvement in Toledo's payola scandal. There was Uncle uh, Ahmed, who could get him a job at City Hall. Um, this may have been Klinger's unnamed uncle, uh, who was a member of Toledo's City Council. Uh, then, of course, uh, one of my favorites is Uncle Abdul. Uh, he translates uh, Arabic to English for Klinger's mother in uh, in season seven. Um, he also the the last deer uh, episode. You know the the you know the deer dads, the deer pegs, the deer. Sigmund Freud's, uh, this is the, the last dear episode, which is dear uncle Abdul. Um, and then, uh, and tell it to the Marines, Klinger gets Winchester silk sheets and says he hasn't seen sheets as smooth as that since his uncle Abdul's wedding, all the ushers were wearing them. So I don't, that's, that's kind of bizarre, uh, but very Klinger. <laughs> uh, there is uncle 7199199. Uh, who is in jail for counterfeiting. Uh, this might be Uncle Habib, who is serving a jail sentence of one to five. Uh, this is the same uncle who sent Klinger the zoot suit. Uh, and it also could be uh, potentially Uncle Gus uh, is the one that suggested that, uh, Hawkeye suggested that catered the St. Saint, uh, Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, there's Uncle Amos, uh, who is uh, mentioned in uh, seasons nine, Season 9 Cementing Relationships. Uh, he runs the 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 birdbath building business. Uh, Klinger spends uh, two summers working for him and learned all about laying cement. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, there's an Uncle Harry, uh, was supposedly the best whiplash lawyer in Toledo, uh, who is also serving a jail sentence of fifteen to twenty five. Uh, there's Uncle Estes, who is warned not to go outside. Uh, there is Uncle Amir, who is out of. <laughs> Who is out of work door-to-door pita salesman uh and then uh finally there is an uncle shamil uh who's actually uh he was the one that taught clinger camouflage but shamil is actually jewish and not arabic um which you know i would i would assume was just uh, for humor purposes um so those are all of um those are all of his uh uncles which, uh, again, is a is pretty, uh, pretty insane list of uncles. Um, it's obviously very questionable, and a lot of people discuss, do we feel like any of these are realistic? Um, I kind of feel like the only, the only uncle that might actually be real is the uncle uh, from Adam's Ribs, uh, who would kill for $100. Um, I feel like the rest might, uh, might be made up, or maybe he's only got two or three Um, and not the like 10 that were mentioned so i I don't know (laughs) but it i would not put a post past Klinger to not have a single uncle okay so finally uh, a full all-out breakdown of my 50 favorite episodes of mash and i'm gonna go season one down to season 11 and for the sake of time i'm not gonna really talk about why or anything like that for the majority of them i might share one or two things about some but um but uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go through these fairly fast um all right so starting in season one um and and again this is narrowing it down to 50 episodes um wasn't too bad there are some i mean i i love Every single episode, even like the episodes where like I, I don't feel like, ah, oh, those aren't very good. It's in the grand scheme of 11 seasons, right? And uh, so they're all, every I would much rather watch my least favorite episode of MASH than pretty much every other TV show in history. So uh, to put that in, in into perspective, um, I, I love every single episode of MASH. I could watch any one at any time. Uh, they're all obviously, uh, amazing episodes. Um, so narrowing it down to 50 was not horrible. Um, I think originally I had to narrow down to like 70 or so. Uh, and then was able to kind of knock it down, uh, from there. So, uh, season one, and I tried to limit myself to about five episodes per, uh, per season just to make the numbers fit. Um, so season one, uh, Chief Surgeon Who uh dear dad uh tuttle uh, an all-time favorite um i do have probably like a top five or ten i think everybody's kind of got that and again that's a really hard thing to do as well but uh tuttle is right up there as an all-time favorite uh sometimes you hear the bullet which you know it's kind of that first like big big name episode that you know everybody is aware of this that's that's kind of a mash geek but that was like the the episode that that uh changed mash it kind of is like look we don't have to be a comedy there's not really many funny moments there there are you will laugh in that episode but there are some uh obviously some pretty major scenes in that um but it kind of showed that mash is not a a sitcom but more calm um and then uh dear dad again uh in season two uh five o'clock charlie um, which is potentially my all-time favorite episode. If, if I have to name like one episode, uh, Five O'Clock Charlie is usually my go-to um, episode. Um, but again, it's, it's pretty hard to pick. There's really about five episodes that are really in the running of my all-time favorite. Uh, Dr. Pierce and Mr. Hyde, uh, Deal Me Out uh, for me, for sure. Uh, Crisis, I mean, how, how can you fight a war without shuttlecocks? Um, and again, uh, a smattering of intelligence with, uh, with Colonel Flagg again. Um, most episodes with Colonel Flagg are going to be right up in there. Uh, season 3, which uh, in, in my opinion, uh, and really going through every single season, I think Season 3 is, is arguably the best season in my opinion. Um, there are so many amazing uh, episodes in there. And it's probably when writing kind of hit that peak um so season three officer of the day uh springtime when when uh, honestly one of my i don't i don't even know it's not that funny but i always like i'm in tears laughing every time that Klinger runs up to blake while he's golfing i i don't it's just such a ridiculous scene uh that i laugh every single time uh adam's ribs which i know is a lot of people's like uh, kind of number one uh, favorite uh, Bulletin board, which is kind of an underrated episode. It's pretty good. Uh, Big Mac, and then obviously, uh, obviously, and Henry, which is you know Henry's last episode, and unbeknownst to us at the time, Trappers. Uh, season four, uh, Welcome to, to Korea, Welcome to Korea, which you know, kind of the two parter there. So I'm claiming this as one episode, um, but the welcoming of BJ is great, uh, especially by the like by the time they get drunk uh, at the end and uh he gets introduced uh, to frank and margaret uh it's just it's just such a such an amazing entrance for bj uh the bus just kind of like that very unique episode that that kind of takes a place you know all, totally away from camp uh dear mildred uh soldier of the month and um kind of a maybe a controversial one i know it's a lot of people's uh you know kind of a, an episode where a lot of people are like I don't know, what's the term I'm looking for? Kind of a separation type of an episode, but uh the interview. Um, I kinda liked it. Um so yeah. Season five, uh bug out. Um again it's got one of those scenes, it's just like a one liner thing where um uh for BJ and uh, Potter are at the, you know, talking with the concubines, right? <laughs> And they they said you know and, and Frank comes up like what's going on and and they say oh it's the, the oldest profession and and he's like baker <laughs> and he's naming pies it's it's so funny it's just the way he says it just makes me makes me laugh um, the nurses um, I you know I think a lot of people really like this episode because um, you're so used to seeing Margaret as very military and very kind of unlikable i don't know what the the greatest word is for that but um you know there's there's a lot of growth in this episode for margaret where you kind of see her as a normal person um hawkeye get your gun and then movie tonight uh season six uh fallen idol um kind of like one of those episodes that just is not funny um but the character building and and um i, I just i love the relationship between hawkeye and radar um, one of my favorite scenes of all time in, in MASH is, uh, the swap between the beer and the great Mihai, uh, at the end of the episode It's just one of my favorite scenes. Um, I actually had them, you know, I had that, that, that picture, you know, this is jumping back to like 2001, 2002, I had my, my PC at home. I had my, my desktop background picture was, was that scene, uh, where Hawkeye and, and Radar are there just, uh, kind of cheering each other um mash olympics uh patent 4077 which is uh, kind of a a unique growth uh scene between like Klinger and margaret uh and then mail call three uh season seven commander pierce uh, point of view which is just a a really unique episode and kind of view uh (laughs) well no pun intended i guess but a, a different type of view uh for that episode uh, Dear Sis, and, and honestly, like I love a good Mulcahy storyline. Um, Rally around the flag boys, and I think at this point you guys all know why I would pick that one. Um, a night at Rosie's, which is uh, which originally didn't make my top fifty cut, and then I was like, I'm kind of going back through and uh, narrowing it down to fifty. I went back through the list one more time. I'm like, how how did I not put this in here? A night at Rosie's, like just the the goofiness of it. Um Scully I always liked, but then the uh the the fact that they all end up at Rosie's at some point or another is just is just funny. Um and then finally uh the party, which I think the the party is the the ser or the season finale uh for season seven. I think it's the season finale. I'm I, I feel like that would make a perfect season finale, so I'm pretty sure it is. Um so the party um again is is i don't know there's it's it's hard to describe like it's it's kind of one of those episodes where um it's not overly hilarious but um it's a it's a unique thing that happens where you know getting everybody back together and all the families can meet and the stories that come out of that is kind of sentimental i guess and uh especially like the the you know the O'Reillys and the winchesters right so um again it's not overly funny episode but it's it's pretty cool um you know the the significance of like the all the families meeting um season eight um and then like i because i rated season three as my favorite i think season eight is maybe like my least favorite season um and again uh i don't have a least favorite episode or episodes i just don't like um but this is probably, like, the, the episode or the seasons that I'm, like, eh, yeah, uh, I'm okay with, you know. Uh, and it's really, like, season eight and season nine for me is kind of, like, uh, not, not the best. Um, but anyway, um, Old Soldiers, uh, which is, again, kind of, like, a sentimental one um, for, for obvious reasons with that. Uh, but it's in kind of an underrated episode, um, for sure. Uh, Lifetime nurse doctor and then april fools and i i think april fools is also a a season finale so i'm pretty sure like a lot of the season finales are 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 pretty good which they they should be Uh, season nine letters um and again there's a um it's it's like meant to be lighthearted. i think when you you read the storyline of it um and you you kind of get the the plot of what letters is about uh, but becomes kind of uh, dark a little bit, and a lot more meaningful, um, and a little less lighthearted. So um, that's that's a that's a deep episode. Uh, Death takes a holiday um, again is is very um, you know with uh, basically lying about what what happened um, is very you know is it's a it's a meaningful episode. Um, a war for all seasons. Uh, and then depressing news. And looking back on this, like especially my favorites of season nine, that's a that's a deep season. It's it's uh, it's a little dark. Um, I, I don't want to say like they were like a running out of story ideas, but uh, they uh, whoever did a lot of the writing in season nine was uh, was really going deep here. Uh, season ten, identity crisis. Give them hell, Hawkeye, and picture this. Um, and then season eleven trick or treatment who knew uh and then obviously uh the the last filmed episode as time goes by, and then obviously the the series finale and wrap up uh, goodbye farewell and name in so which ones did I miss um did I miss some of your favorite episodes i know there's there's a lot of um a lot of divisive ones out there, like dreams. I know a lot of people think dreams is the best, and a lot of people think dreams is the worst. So, what episodes am I missing that um, are big for you guys? You know, let me know. Uh, feel free to to uh, write me or leave that in a review. And uh, I wanna, I, I I wanna know. I wanna hear from you guys. So let me know um so that is really all i have for the the 50th anniversary just some some fun and goofy stuff that i won't get a chance to really do uh and really discuss um as i uh as i go through like the episode by episode breakdown um so yeah again happy anniversary to to mash and uh i hope everybody isn't enjoying it and i hope uh your saturday or, or you know celebrate the whole weekend uh, but I hope your Saturday, which again, this is this is normally out on a Sunday, but wanted to drop it for the 50th anniversary. So, uh, if you're listening on Saturday, I hope you enjoy and uh, watch tons and tons of mash. And uh, yeah, so join me back next week on Sunday. I'll be back to my normal Sunday routines. Uh, so join me next week uh, with um, as I'm gonna say one of my particularly you know least favorite, and I use uh, air quotes there. Uh, episodes but as i go back and watch them i tend to rate them a little higher than what i predict so uh but we're we're back with edwina uh back on uh, sunday the 25th of september i'll be seeing you